Today on The Topping Show, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. On the show today, we have Vivek and DeSantis on Trump being barred from running by the state of Colorado Supreme Court. Lincoln Memorial is vandalized by Prohamas Group. Budweiser Bucket tweet is mostly ratioed. Anderson Bush bring in their winter tweet is also mostly censored. Walmart to ramp up their buy now pay later program. UK Supreme Court has ruled that AI cannot be named a inventor of patents. And 300,000 Empower Brands air fryers are being recalled. All of that and much more on The Topping Show. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topping Show is sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder released twice today. Guys, he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see, that's the joke. If you're an IT leader or a business owner, you can reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also, trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of December. So, if you click on that button, I would greatly appreciate it. Now, going over to the business part of the podcast, you have Walmart to ramp up their buy now, pay here later program. Now, this comes to us thanks to a LinkedIn article, specifically by the author, Kara Reinhardt. And they noted that the buy now, pay later program is at an all-time high this holiday shopping season. Walmart is now offering the payment option at all of its self-checkouts at more than 4,500 U.S. stores. They also know that the retail giant is expanding its partnership with Affirm, which provides buy now, pay later at local locations nationwide, including Vision and Auto Centers, as well as online and the Walmart app, as well as pretty much everything on the planet. I'm pretty sure if you go on Amazon.com, you can use Affirm to finance a box of Tic Tacs, which perhaps might date me since I'm pretty sure the youth doesn't know what a Tic Tac is. It was a novelty candy. It's basically a can sugar in a pellet form. Truth be told, there was a time when I enjoyed the orange ones back in the day. They, they, they're pretty good as a little child treat. But Affirm is probably one of the most popular, exponentially growing platforms for buy now, pay later. It's on every website, even smaller mom and pop firearm websites for my company, my IT company, will buy ammo for some of the cybersecurity events that we host. And I mean, Affirm is really seemingly on every darn website. Now, they also know that per personal finance experts are warning, are urging caution and regulation of the industry as against popularity, saying it encourages consumers to take on more debt. Well, yes, it does. It's quite literally the whole idea is buy now, pay later. You're paying a premium for that service. I'm not sure how the government's going to stop from facilitating that service because, again, more and more people are starting to utilize those programs. I don't recommend it, especially because, what is it? 99.999% of the things people finance using programs like Affirm and companies like Affirm, I mean, they're all just novelties. They're all things that you want, not things that you need. Now, they also know that Walmart is increasing that program. Also, they know that rivals Amazon and Shopify are also increasing their partnerships with Affirm as well. And it looks like Affirm, their stock price is rebounding past their IPO after dropping 9% last year. So again, I'm not giving financial advice, but I can't help but think, as more and more Americans are not educated by the public school systems, well, they educate you on politics, but not the good ones. They really don't teach personal finance or any modicum of, you know, really value these days. In many cases, not all, but a lot of Americans don't realize how much those payment programs are really costing you at the end of the day. And more and more people are starting to utilize them. I can't help but think Affirm and other programs like that will just become exponentially more and more popular throughout the years. But as I always say, time shall tell. Other interesting business news, you have the UK Supreme Court ruling AI cannot be named a patent inventor. Now this comes to us thanks to The Verge, specifically Amelia David, a reporter over there who covers AI. And they noted that, quote, the UK Supreme Court ruled that AI cannot get patents declaring it cannot be named as an inventor of new products because the law considers only humans or companies to be creators. The court unanimously denied a petition from Stephen Fowler, founder of an AI systems D-A-B-U-S, to name his AI as an inventor. The UK's decision aligns with a similar decision against Thaler in the U.S. He previously lost an appeal with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, which also denied his petition to claim AI as an inventor. The U.S. Supreme Court declined to hear the case. 
Now they go on to say that in the UK, Thaler wanted to register Davos as the inventor of a food container with a flashing light beacon back in 2019, but the UK's intellectual property office rejected the request on the grounds that inventors must be human or a company. Now, looks like Judge David Kitchen said that in his judgment that the decision relies solely on the fact that no such law exists that deems a machine a creator. When asked for additional comment, he said, quote, We are not concerned here with a new line of tangible property produced by an existing item of tangible property, unquote. Continue to say, quote, We are concerned with what appear, for which previous purposes must assume, to be concepts for new and non-obvious devices and methods and descriptions of ways to put them into practice, all of which, so Dr. Thayer maintains, have been generated autonomously by Davis, unquote. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of business ramifications this has is every company, on the, most companies in the IT world, especially, they're building the new AI tools. And the real question will be, well, how are you gonna monetize that? How are you gonna leverage it? And one of the ways in the past that they've been doing is using it to create new things. Now that courts are starting to say businesses can't utilize that methodology to create new products and services, they can't be named the patent holder. It'll be interesting to see if they try to do, come up with a workaround, but this, in terms of the ripple effect on the business community, this will probably have the biggest positive impact on mom and pop shops or smaller inventors and smaller companies that don't have the hundreds of millions of dollars to invest in their own personal AI programs and developing from the ground up. It's one of those instances where someone like you and I were inventing something in the garage or you know putting something together, prototyping an item, coming up with a new idea. I mean, it's a little hard to compete if you have a computer thinking of those ideas exponentially faster and more efficient than we possibly ever could as the capabilities of AI are starting to far outpace human capabilities. So it'll be interesting to see. Let me know in the comments if you think, I mean, granted, the Supreme Court in the US has declined to hear it. Will they just keep appealing it and eventually try, you know, hopefully they get it heard? I mean, it would definitely ramp up the patent wars we've seen throughout the years where companies are just, I mean, you look at Apple and Samsung, they've filed more patents than you possibly fathom. We're talking thousands of patents a year and it's hard to keep up with how many they put out, frankly. And again, if you had a machine doing it for you, I mean, that would just ramp up the innovation exponentially even more. So it'd be interesting to see how this impacts businesses and how the courts play out as right now, the current field of the, excuse me, <coughs> the, current, the current landscape of all the judges and the courts are saying that right now that's not a viable option. Now, going over to the culture part of the podcast, you have Budweiser Bucket Tweet is ratioed as usual. Now, this comes specifically from the Budweiser Twitter account or AEX account, hashtag Budweiser USA. And I was going to say, there is so few views, it's, it's almost unfathomable how unpopular these brands have become. What, it's still a multi-billion dollar valued business, and yet this tweet only got... And this isn't like I took these statistics, you know, two minutes after they posted it. This is actually 48 hours after where I'm gathering these statistics. They got 9,679 views. Which, again, not to toot my own horn, but some of my posts on LinkedIn will get 10,000 views. Not a lot, but every once in a while. And granted, I'm just an individual. That's not my business account. I'm not Budweiser with exponentially, you know, bunch of billions of dollars of resources. They become so unpopular from a cultural perspective, they didn't even break 10,000 views for a tweet, which is terrible. And when you look at even fewer people liked it. So of the 9,679 people who saw this tweet, it wasn't like 300 people liked it, that'd been bad. It wasn't like 100 people liked it, that'd be even worse. 64 people liked this tweet. So presumably it's the remaining 64 employees. I mean, I'm only partially kidding, but that is a ridiculous low number of likes. Now, when we go to the comments section, interestingly enough, there may be some real positive tweets. Maybe. Let's dive and find out. The first one comes from Kevin Bort. Although it looks like he has female hair. Okay, he's a rock star, I guess. So Kevin Bort. Which, Bort? That's just a weird name. I mean, almost as weird as something like Topping. Oh, wait. Nevertheless, Kevin Bort says, quote, Want to be bucket buddies? And that was responding to the original tweet from Budweiser saying, quote, 
A gathering of beers is called a bucket, unquote. I mean, really, it depends on the beer. It's kind of like the glass is half full. Well, what's it half full of? I mean, in the case of a bucket of beers, what would you call a bucket of Budweiser beers? Target practice, recycle, glass to be recycled, um, biological weapon, some might say. I don't know. What would you call a gathering of Budweiser beers? Trash? A novelty item? Perhaps the best and perhaps most appropriate metaphor would be a white elephant gift for a Christmas party. Or, if you feel so inclined, instead of giving someone who's been bad all year a coal, well, you could, again, you have to be above 21 in the United States. If they've been a jerk their whole year, well, instead of giving them coal this year, which coal is actually a pretty good commodity, it has a myriad of applications, and it's actually pretty expensive, well, instead, give them a, a, a gathering of Budweiser bottles. Now, I should do an asterisk, a little disclaimer. They may never want to see you again, because I can't imagine if I got a case of Budweiser bottles today for Christmas, what would I... I, I would be equally confused and offended. I'd be like, oh, oh, why would you think I'd enjoy this? Uh, just because my suit is red. And again, as all men should, I always suit up. And now I'm probably say I've bought three suits in my life. A life in extravagance, I know. Now, well, I can't fathom what I would do if I, if I got that as a gift for Christmas. A bunch of bottles of Budweiser. I suppose it's something Christmas related. <laughs> Again, this isn't recommended because I surely a safety hazard, but if you felt so inclined to build a Frosty the Snowman and perhaps you want to work out your aggression or just have fun, you could actually use the bottles of Budweiser as a blunt object or a you know, a little thing you could toss at to try to knock over Frosty the Snowman. I mean, that's one application. Now, again, Kevin Bork said, quote, want to be bucket buddies. And he got zero likes. Again, which shows how inept Budweiser is. Not even Budweiser liked it. And again, that was a moderately positive response from Kevin Bork. But Budweiser couldn't like that. But they did respond, at least. They, did, they do have a modicum of intelligence. Not much, but a little bit. And they responded saying, we'd be honored. And if you go to Kevin Bork's profile, I wonder if he's a Bud Light employee. He has 114 followers. He joined in March 2022, so a little bit of a newer profile. He hashtag, hey Hulk Hogan, could I get a birthday shout out? Six people saw that, and no one liked that. So it looks like, what is this? Ah, it looks like he's a musician, a sports balls fan. He actually tweeted, ah, this Bud's for me. He has a picture of him holding a bottle of Bud. What? Really? Bud, why have you do this to yourself? So I guess it is a real person. It's. I thought it was going to be one of those cliche accounts where they just repost everything where you could win. Well, I spoke too soon. It's again so mentally vacuous. So as you dive deeper into the profile, saying how you could win free Pokemon, or, or I guess... Pokemon is what the youth call it. What my dad was always called, he'd always call it Pokemon, even though there's no A in there. But this person is a serial retweeter for Pokemon, where you could win some cards or widgets if you get a certain number of people to retweet it, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so that's the first comment. Someone else by the name of Yvonne Franco says, quote, check this out, Tombstone Arizona, best draft bud. Now, I assume this person wanted to say Arizona, but perhaps they're so inebriated by drinking Budweiser, they couldn't type properly. Now, this person, they did a picture. It looks like a bar, and they have Bud Light on tap. And going to his profile, joined 2022, again, Yavon Franco. He has four followers. And he is, let me see here. Looks like that's like, is that the only post he's ever done? He says, I miss John Mayer singing. Which, again, if you're a mayor of a city, I don't have time for a career in singing as well. Kidding. Partially. So I guess it is a real person. That did get one like. And Budweiser said, quote, poor one for us. That got two likes. Now, of the six tweets, or of the six responses, two are positive. Now we get to the entertaining ones. Robert L. Peters says, quote, DEI, Wiser. 
which is a reference in for the acronym Diversity, Equity, Inclusion. And then I get this disclaimer saying, show additional responses, including those that may, contest of co may contain offensive content. Well, of course, let's dive in. Click the magical button. Then we get more. So 81 million votes my ass says, quote, looks like your union workers are going to strike. How will Bud survive that after the Mulvaney disaster, unquote? Now, interestingly enough, that did not get a like. Dawn, I don't know why this is censored, but Dawn simply said bucket list. I don't see that being a pejorative thing. I guess perhaps they're insinuating that Bud Weiser is a bucket list item, which you'd have to have a pretty sad life if you're actually thinking, oh yeah, before I die, I have to have that a drink of Bud Weiser, which that might be the final nail in the coffin that puts you into your grave. I do not recommend that for me or out of reasons. Now, another one comes from Jesse. This actually has a double disclaimer. So we had to click that little button to give us these four tweets. And then... This one says, quote, limited availability, or sorry, visibility limited. This post may violate Twitter X, or sorry, X's rules against hateful conduct. So let's click that button that says view. And this actually, of all the comments that were against Budweiser, this is the one that actually did get one like. Now, this is from Jesse, hashtag Red Dirt Jesse. And he says, quote, what does Bud Light and Gear Shifts have in common? They're both connected to trannies, unquote. And that got 11 views and one like. So again, four of the six responses to this very unknown or unseen tweet were all negative, which as youth might say, that was certainly ratioed to say the least. And I actually don't think, I mean, usually the, usually there's maybe four to five positive responses, but here there was barely any. So it'll be interesting to see from a cultural perspective I mean, some, some people might say tis the season for forgiveness, but others might say Bud Light never really apologized. So for many other reasons, including that, they will continue the Bud Light boycott where they lose subsequently about 30% of the sales for Bud Light specifically, about 11% of their sales of Budweiser, and 34 to 4% of Michelob Ultra sales week over week compared to the same fiscal period weeks last year. So it'll be interesting to see as you get closer to the new year, do things turn around for Budweiser? And I can't help but think, but the Magic 8 Wall would probably say the outlook is not so good. Other interesting cultural news, you have Anheuser-Busch bring on Winter Tree is mostly censored. Now, Anheuser-Busch is actually the parent company behind about 42 or 43 different beer brands, including the most famous ones being Bud Light, as well as Budweiser, and then Mickle Ultra. Now, but Anderson Bush did a tweet where they say, quote, bring it on, winter. And it looks like it was a collage of, what is this, nine different pictures of beer that they make. And it says, on a scale of cold ones, how ready for winter are you? And number one is a picture of natural light on a bench. Number two is a picture of bush light with some fall foliage. Number three is a picture of Michelob Ultra, maybe in a park, can't tell. Number four picture is a someone holding a can of Bud Light in the middle of a forest. Number five is a, is a can of Budweiser simply on a bunch of logs with snow on them. Number six is natural light in a field of snow. Number seven is bush light, which looks like it's in a field of snow on top of a little wooden post. Number eight is Budweiser in a bottle completely in snow. Number nine is just Bud Light, Budweiser, and Michelob Ultra all in snow. So I guess those are the top three brands. Granted, they own many more, but perhaps that's why they continue to focus on them. And again, this got barely any views. So the Budweiser tweet that we talked about earlier on the show, that got 9,686 views. And this one, again, there's, this one's had a little less time. That last one, we had statistics from 48 hours after the post. This is about more around 24 hours after the post. And this got 6,153 views, which is also known as nothing if you're one of those ginormous companies. So I got 6,153 views. It only got 51 likes. Now, not to brag, but a couple weeks ago, I did get a video with 50, well, where is it? Three likes, I think. I had to go back and check. But that is almost unfathomable how much they've dropped in popularity from a cultural perspective. I mean, 
Even the people who work there don't seem to be liking these posts because presumably they do still have 151 employees. Again, they're a multi-billion dollar business. They've only, they have lost about 30% of their sales for the Bud Light brand specifically, but overall their sales, they still have more than enough to stay in business. Now, going to the comments section, one of the first ones comes from Marcia, and they replied five, indicating their winter is like the fifth picture. Now, I want to say this person is BS. They do have a bunch of Bitcoin emojis in their name. So I'm a little suspicious if it's really a person. So I went to Marcia's profile. They have a lot of hashtags. Joined in 2015, 3,279 followers. And going through their post, it looks like. They repost a lot of things around food, popcorn, sports balls. So I guess it really, it is a real person. Oh, I mean, this person does have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or like 10 of those little emojis in their profile. So that's a little suspicious. It almost seems like a robot, but I guess it's real. And Anish Bush, again, I don't know who's in charge of their marketing these days. Probably no one of much intelligence, but they didn't even like this person's response. So they got what they wanted. They said, hey, what is your winter like? Let us know a number. This person responded, and Anna Bush didn't like this person's response. Like, they even clicked. It takes, what, one-tenth of a second to like a post on the Twitter or the, on the X? Or, for that matter, also to like a YouTube video or a Rumble video. If you could click that button below, I'd greatly appreciate it. Again, Anna so Bush didn't like it. They did respond saying, can't argue there. Someone by the name of Chris Thomas said, quote, always three, indicating the third picture. That got one like. And Andrew Bush responded saying, we like the way you drink. Now, I'm I'm always skeptical when I see someone actually say something positive about Andrew Bush or Bud Light on the Twitter and the social medias. Because usually they're mentally vacuous or just robots or so it seems. Going to Christy Thomas's profile. Looks like this person... It has 215 followers, joined in 2010, so they've been around for quite some time. Looks like they are a runner. Looks like their profile picture has a Michelob Ultra logo in the back, which, again, they used to be pretty good at marketing. They used to sponsor a bunch of these races back in the day. Truth be told, I think that was... No, it was. That was my first legal beer when I finished uh, my 21st birthday. It was a, a marathon. And at the end, it was sponsored by Michelob Ultra, and the end, they had free beers if you're of age. So, I mean... But then I think about most of the recent races that I've been running in, and not, I mean, those brands, Michael Mulcher brand has not been there as frequently as it used to. And going to this person's, excuse me, going to this person's profile, it looks like, yeah, it looks like they're just really big into running, and it looks like a lot of those races are sponsored by Michael Mulcher. Perhaps it's just anecdotal evidence. I don't see them as much as my races. Let's see here. So, be, so it does look like a real person. Someone by the name of Lucy Fuss says, quote, according to the scale, I'm a two, but I feel pretty good about the 30-pack in my fridge. They got one like, and Andrew Bush responded saying, is that a 30-pack of Bush? And the person responded saying, no, Bush Light, watching my figure. Which, Bluey, what's it, Lucy Fuss, that's a, that's a unique name. Person has 21 followers, joined in 2022. Let's see. And they are reposting a lot. Yeah, quite a lot about Bud Budweiser and hating Trump. Which again, I mean, they are growing that demographic more and more with Budweiser and Anders Bush going for the new customer base. And as I scroll down, now we get to the real comments or comments that appear to be written by actual humans. Let's see here. Someone by CM said, quote, I'm not gay or trans, unquote, getting one like. Derek Mezger replied, saying, quote, woke, unquote, and they got two likes. Now, interestingly enough, scrolling down more and more, I don't know why they would choose to censor this, but... WP Mask says, quote, no original Michelob light or amber block or amber bock. 
which shows how much I consume these products when I can't even pronounce it. Granted, it might just be my regular speaking ineptitudes. If you click the subscribe button, it may help with them. Again, there's very few guarantees of life. I'm not sure if it's 100% guarantee it would help, but I'm just saying, can't hurt, and it might. Now again, this person says, no, all they said was no Michelob Ultra or no Amber Bach. And then I get the disclaimer saying the following media contains potentially sensitive content. So I click the magical button to actually see it. And it's just a picture of Michelob Light in a, in a bottle on a desk. So I don't know why that was censored. That was pretty unusual. And as I continue to scroll down, Darren Smith says, quote, no, sir, no, A-B, take it somewhere else, and as Bush, done, done, unquote, getting two likes. Let's see here. A couple people saying two. Someone with a California sweater holding a can of Bud Light saying, quote, for Gonzalo, says for Bud Light. Jake Bell says, quote, sorry, need some help here. Which which is the one that hates America? Unquote. Let's see here. Yeah, a couple more sense a couple more disclaimers for sense quote unquote sensitive data. One has the dictator of Canada, Justin Trudeau, sitting appearing to uh sit on a bottle of Bud Light. That comes from a tweet from Rad Harry. Yeah, I don't know why there's so many. And then when you click on the extra button, that's where the censorship is really shown. So there's that fun button that when you see the tweets where if someone is so dictatorial, they will censor the opposition views. Now, one of the censored comments comes from Noel, Noel Nielsen, and he simply has a gif of Jimmy Fallon saying, quote, yeah, it's still a no, unquote. They got three likes, which is actually ironically one of the most liked responses to Anheuser-Busch was something that they immediately censored, so most people can't see it. Now, Knight Rowan simply said, quote, responding to an Anheuser Bush, and it's a TikTok, and it says, Bud Light destroyed in Friday sales. And I, mean, it, I don't see anything overtly offensive. It's simply someone walking through a grocery store or a convenience store of some sort, where they're walking around and they're saying the highest level of, of levels of inventory are all. Budweiser, Bud Light, and Anheuser Bush products. So they're just walking around the store and saying, hey, look how much beer is still here. While the comp competition, those, there's not as much left on the shelves because, of course, they're actually selling more of those units. Those actually are being moved. They got one like. Curtisa says, quote, FAB, 40 years of a loyal Bud drinker, no more. And the response was a can of Coors. They got three likes. Look, interestingly enough, depending on why someone is boycotting Anheuser Bush and Bev, there are some people boycotting them because Bud Light has been uh, sponsoring gay pride parades. Well, Coors has been doing that for decades as well. Now, perhaps the bigger controversy is in more recent times. I believe the past maybe two, maybe about two years, you've seen more and more in the United States from a cultural perspective. You've seen "quote unquote" child-friendly drag shows and pride parades, which. There's no such thing because they're both inherently sexual by nature. You actually have a video of a Bud Light sign on a truck is driving in a pride parade where you have fully naked adult males, some of them clearly having blood flow, and there's children walking around, which I can't think of anyone with a modicum of intelligence that would think that's appropriate in any way. But nevertheless, back to the comments section, and again, I got three likes. Torin Alhouse says, quote, only a sheep would quit buying what they like, unquote. So actually, I don't know if that's supposed to be standing up for Anderson Bush. So apparently so. Yeah, they were responding to one other people. So interesting. No, I guess Anderson Bush just wanted to censor everything in that regard. Chet Matthews says, quote, job security for your employees. Dan Howe says these pictures are crap beers, unquote. So a lot of censorship. So it is interesting. It appears as if, and again, just anecdotally, when we're looking at the different social media handles on the show, you see a lot more censorship on Anheuser-Busch. Bud Light was very heavy on their censorship on their social media pages when the controversy first broke out of them paying 
$185,000 to Dill Mulvaney to be their spokes, what is it, their, uh, their brand ambassador, which easily is, get, I can't imagine making $185,000 to take like three pictures and a video. Like, talk about a lot of money for a low effort job, but nevertheless, they thought that'd be a good marketing idea and subsequently they shot themselves in their high-heeled boots. Some might debate worse than DeSantis, but time shall tell in that regard. So it'll be interesting to see does Anheuser Bush ramp back or decrease their censorship next year as so we, you know, slowly moving around the calendar year and it's right around the corner. But as I always say, time shall tell. Other interesting cultural news, you have the Lincoln Memorial vandalized by pro Hamas groups and going viral on the Twitter. Now this comes from a Twitter handle by the name of Israel War Room, and they say, quote, Pro-Hamas vandals have desecrated the steps of the Lincoln Memorial with graffiti. They are truly disturbed and disgusting people, unquote. It looks like that got 2.5 million views. Now, interestingly enough, relative to other things we've covered on the show, they didn't get a lot of likes, relatively speaking. That got 2.6 thousand likes. Whereas when we're covering other topics or other political figures, when you look at someone like Vivek Ramaswamy, we see a lot of his responses or a lot of his posts on X or as, you know, people, some still call it Twitter. He's getting between, you know, you know, a couple million views, maybe 2 million views, 1 million views. And even in the 1 million views, he'll get maybe 16, 20,000 likes. So interesting enough, the like ratio isn't as high as I thought it might be in this particular case. Now it looks like there's a minute 20 video where they, it looks like it is a filming outside the Lincoln Memorial. I'm not sure if there's additional commentary. It looks like it's from Bob Bar, uh, Bob Bar- Bernard, who is a reporter at Fox 5 DC. So let me play. We'll play a couple minutes here. It looks like there's a bunch of red paint just thrown all over the steps. Us, uh, and of course, there's cliche spray paint in the color red. One of it is saying free Gaza. That's one of the things that was spray painted on the ground in front of the Lincoln Memorial. And a lot of the paint on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, when you look at the, dis- the placement of the actual graffiti and the damage. So here. Tra- Looks like they're trying to power wash it. The fascinating from a business and a cleaning perspective, it looks like they might be using dry ice or some type of chemical to get it off. That's a it's fascinating industry in and of itself as a whole. Obviously, there's industries of everything, but yeah, the cleaning industry is quite interesting to see all the different compounds and chemicals you use to actually remove different specific things. So it looks like they're trying to scrape off a bunch of the red paint that has been poured all over the steps as well. Now. Interestingly enough, again, not as many likes as I thought there'd be, but let's go to the comments and see what the general feedback is. So jumping in the comments, one of the first most popular ones comes from Red Bats with Teeth. And this says, quote, this upsets you more than the actual rivers of blood flowing in Gaza right now, unquote. And that got 1.8 thousand likes. Someone by, <laughs> excuse me, someone by the name of Michael Savvy says, quote, Zionism is built on the dehumanization of the Palestine people. Of course, these racist, fascist warmongers care more about graffiti than, life, than the lives of Palestinian children. Unquote. That got 2.3 thousand likes. M.A. says, quote, Thoughts and prayers to the steps 20,000 plus Palestinians murdered, though. Carry on. Unquote. That got 1,000 likes. Bite Back says, quote, And got away with it. Hashtag Capital Police, really great job there, guys, unquote. They got 152 likes, and looks like that is the first comment that agrees with the original tweet or post. Let's see here. Continue to scroll down. Let's see here. And again, I I don't know if these are factual, some of these things, obviously. I'm not fact-checking them in real time. I have someone by, we have someone by the name of, I literally don't care, comma, I do, and with a picture of a watermelon and the Palestinian flag in her profile, and she says, okay, 
you know, cover your ears if you have children listening. But she says, okay, rapist. And she has a picture. And the picture comes from meccaforpeace.org. So again, I don't know if that's a reputable news site. They have a statistic, or they claim to have a statistic. And their quote is specifically, a justice group for Palestinians arrived in Israel has released an explosive report claiming that 40% of children detained by Israeli authorities in Jerusalem have been subjected to sexual abuse at the hands of the Israeli police. Now that post got 648 likes. Now granted, I don't know, I'm taking all that with a heavy grain of salt, because again, I, I've never heard that media outlet before. I might have to check that, I might have to dive a little bit deeper later. Let's see here. Dave Marks says, quote, not all Jews are Zionist, not all supporters of Palestinians support Hamas. Most people support a ceasefire. I hope your grandkids find out that you complained about anti-Zionist graffiti during a Gaza genocide, unquote. I got 34 likes. TT says, quote, it was done by Jews to incite hatred against pro-Palestinian people, unquote. That got 93 likes. Let's see here. Joe M. Pelton, coming as a contra uh, contrarian, it looks like that's the second or third response that it is in support of the original statement, he comes in and he says, quote, nearly 300,000 people gathered last month at the National Mall in Washington, D.C. in support of Israel. Not a single monument was vandalized. Today, the Lincoln Memorial was defaced by a, quote, free Gaza, quote, in red paint. What is it about pro-Palestinian protest movement that metamastitizes in such a hatred of every symbol of America, unquote? And they have a picture compilation of a crowd. I assume this is a there's a large crowd carrying Israeli flags. And then it's juxtaposed with other pictures of the graffiti. They got 62 likes. And as it continues to scroll down, let's see here. Lord Mills says, quote, unquote, arrest them. They got 69 likes. Let's see here. Trend Decor CA says, quote, they hate America, unquote, getting five likes. Twit Zen, this individual replied saying, quote, free, I don't know, grammar be damned. They quote, say, quote, unquote, free, free Palestine, unquote, getting 121 likes. Let's see here. American 357, who gets a bonus point for using a fun, cool caliber in their name. And this person has what looks like to be a AI-generated piece of art picture. And it is a picture of someone wearing a t-shirt, and it says, From the River to the Sea. And in the mirror, it is a picture of what looks like to be a terrorist. And the text says, quote, You are not a peace activist, you are a war activist, unquote. That got 121 likes. So interestingly enough, let me see here. Well, got a couple more popular tweets or responses. Margaret Kimberly says, quote, they aren't bombing hospitals, unquote. They got 144 likes. J.B. Font says, quote, oh, poor Stepstones, boo-hoo. Got her, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Sorry about that. You got 146 likes. Let's see here. So interestingly enough, I definitely, I guess I shouldn't be too surprised given the like ratio, but... I didn't think the comment section would be so one-sided. We saw, again, from the scrolling down through all the comments. And again, I didn't look at all the comments. If we go to the very top, it says there are 1,200 comments. So don't have the resources to go through every one of them individually. But it looks like the one the comments that had the highest number of likes, they were actually all the ones that were overwhelmingly in support of the uh, Palestine. And they were actually, none of them were condemning the graffiti at the Lincoln Memorial. So even though it went viral, it looks like it didn't go viral in the way that the hashtag Israeli War Room would have preferred. Now, let me know in the comments. Were you surprised by the feedback or by the comment section? Or do you think you saw it coming? It's perhaps one of the most controversial topics that I've covered on the show probably ever. And it'd be fascinating to see. I'd love to hear your experiences, where you're from, and I'd love to hear what you have to say.
<coughs> excuse me. Now going over to the political part of the podcast, you have Vivek on Trump being barred from Colorado, removing Vivek going to remove himself in solidarity. Now, this comes after a couple of days ago in which you actually had the state of Colorado, the Supreme Court of the state of Colorado, for that matter, they actually removed Trump from the ballot, from the primary. They're saying he can't run for president, which, pun moderately intended, that's unprecedented. I Let me know in the comments, have you ever seen these types of things in your lifetime? I mean, truth be told, <laughs> excuse me, Jesus, <coughs> Louise. I've been fascinated with politics for quite some time. I think probably elementary school is probably the first time I kind of start to hear more and more about it. But I've never seen anything like this. I write about it certainly in many books and many history books, but we've never seen anything like this. Now, this, as youth might say, went viral. This got 17.1 million views and 195,000 likes. So, as youth might say, it really went viral. Now, again, this is directly from Vivek's profile on the on X, or as fewer and fewer people are, are calling it, on Twitter. And he says, this is before his quick video, he says, quote, I pledge to withdraw from the Colorado GOP primary ballot until Trump is allowed to be on the ballot. And I demand that Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie, and Nikki Haley do the same immediately, or else they are tactically, or sorry, tacitly endorsing this illegal maneuver which will have disastrous consequences on our country. And of course, his voice is infinitely better than mine, so we'll also play his audio as well. They have just tried to bar President Trump from the Colorado ballot using an unconstitutional maneuver that is a bastardization of the 14th Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. This was a provision, Section 3, that was designed to bar Confederate members, people who switched to the Confederacy, from actually being able to serve that's very different than what's at issue here, to say the least. This is a hollowed out husk of what the country was built on. The basic principle that we the people select our leadership, not the unelected elite class in the back of palace halls. That's old world Europe, not the United States. That's why I'm making a pledge today that I will withdraw, I pledge to withdraw from the Colorado GOP primary ballot unless and until Trump's name is restored. And I demand that Ron DeSantis and Chris Christie and Nikki Haley do the same thing, or else these Republicans are simply complicit in this unconstitutional attack on the way we conduct our constitutional republic. I refuse to be complicit in that. I think what they're doing is wrong, and I think it's up to Republicans to step up and stand up with a spine for our country's future. That's really what's at stake, whether we the people actually have a say in deciding who leads this country. Yes, it would be easier for other Republicans like me who are running in this race to say, hey, if Trump is sidelined, there's our opportunity. No doubt other candidates are probably privately celebrating with their corporate sponsors. That's not the right thing to do. I think the most useful thing that every GOP candidate can do right now is to join me in that pledge. I'll say that I will withdraw from that Colorado GOP primary ballot until Trump's name is restored. This belongs to the people, not to the unelected Democratic cabal of judges in Colorado or any other state. And I demand that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Chris Christie do the same thing or else they're complicit in what the security state is trying to do to shut down Trump. I stand by that and I expect them to do the right thing. They won't. But an interesting sentiment and a brilliant idea, I believe, politically speaking, in terms of moves on the political chessboard, not only does this make Vivek look like more of a leader, because again, he was the first one to take this take, so to say, but he's also kind of putting the other candidates in the corner saying, well, where are you standing with this? Are you going to stand with, you know, doing what's right or what is easy or what is advantageous to your individual campaign? Because again, of course, there's benefits if both Trump and then Vivek take, you know, Trump, his off the ballot, and then Vivek, if he takes it off the ballot, I mean, that helps the remaining people who will not acquiesce and will just go with the flow. So I suspect the comments will be overwhelmingly in support of Vivek, but Let's dive in and find out. Again, that got 17.1 million views and 195,000 likes. Which is a fun reminder to click the like button for this video. I, statistically speaking, we won't pass that like count compared to Vivek. But who knows? It can't hurt to try. One of the first responses and the most popular ones comes from Colorado Republican Party. And they say, quote, you won't have to just." You won't have to because we will withdraw from the primary as a party and convert to a pure caucus system if <coughs> sorry, this is allowed to stand. Unquote. 
It got 48,000 likes. Now, and then also got 2.4 thousand views for that particular response. Now, other websites and other informational forums are saying even, even if they were to do that, they Trump would still be barred from running for president. So I'm not sure how much um, how much teeth is to is in that bite, so to say. So it'll be interesting to see how this progresses and what the legality and intricacies are with the specifics. But again, that's one of the most popular responses. Someone by the name of Dom Luciers, he says, quote, Damn Vivek, this is it, bro. You finally did. You finally, again, sorry, um, little disclaimer, cover your ears if you have children listening. Again, he is saying, quote, damn it, damn it, Vivek, this is great, bro. You finally did. You fucking won me over, and I hate to admit it. Great job, unquote. It got 16,000 likes. Republicans against Trump said, quote, don't threaten me with a good time, unquote, getting 3.8 thousand likes. Jake Shields says, quote, well played. Now let's see if the rest of the Republicans will follow your lead, unquote. I got 1.4 thousand likes. Alex Cole says, quote, I agree, agree with Vivek. He should drop out in protest. That will show them who is boss, LMFAO. Unquote. I got 2.6 thousand likes, and I suspect it is more of a pejorative joke. So interestingly enough, the first one that's not overwhelmingly in support of Vivek, Scott Mitchell he came out and he said, quote, Vivek has the stones to do what others will not. We all know using the 14th Amendment is a huge stretch. There was no rebellion that, and they know it. This is a desperate attempt to subvert the will of the people. The Supreme Court will overturn this, but Professor Vivek for taking the stand, unquote. And that particular individual response from Scott Mitchell got 4.7. Again, 4.7 thousand likes. Paul Suzupa says, quote, Vivek is a right to withdraw and his right to demand the other GOP candidates do similarly until Trump is put back on the ballot. Let the judges decide who gets to be the nominee, not four elected leftist judges. This is still America. Unquote. I got 9.4 thousand views. E replied saying, quote, I can be pretty harsh on you, Vivek, because I don't trust people in politics saying all the right things, but this is a character test and you passed huge respect saluting emoji. That got 5.7 thousand likes. Tiff says, quote, Vivek is a stand-up guy to withdraw. Call out this unprecedented bullshit and demand that other GOP candidates follow suit. We, the people, should decide. Respect is earned. And Vivek certainly deserves it, unquote. That got 4.5 thousand likes. Let's continue to scroll down here more and more. Melissa, <laughs> excuse me. Let's see here. Tom Big Callahan says, quote, Vivek will have a much brighter political future than DeSantis, Haley, or Christie, unquote. Got 9.4 thousand likes. Let's see. Sir, S-U-H-R, so Sir, Sir Majesty said, quote, if they didn't cheat, they wouldn't win elections, unquote. And is a picture, and it says Dems, nobody, nobody is above the law. Starter pack, and there's a picture of Hunter Biden with a laptop text, Hillary Clinton with the email text below her, uh, Glenn Mac, uh, uh, Miss Maxwell with the clients text, and then Fauci with the research text all below their pictures. I got 5.4 thousand likes. We do have a contrarian, Luke Zaliski. He says Trump is a political mob boss with questionable ties to Russia, China, and Saudi Arabia, whose finances are a mystery. He's currently ruined the GOP in exile, excuse me, ex exile after inciting an ongoing deadly, deadly insurrection. And the majority of the Republican Party is now protecting him from these consequences. That contrarian statement did get 1.5 thousand likes. Let's see here. And I don't want to say it's trunch derangement syndrome, but if you go to his profile, let's just say if he had lunch with Chris Christie, they'd be best friends because everything he's talking about is all anti-Trump. Let's see here. Let's see. Linda hates GOP thugs. She described she describes herself as a livid introvert. Democracy warrior. 
Creative INFJ, Anvil Advocate, Forgotten Gen Xer. There is no Planet B. Can't help but wonder. Oh yeah, I'm not too surprised by her background. Now, Linda says, quote, Hey, Trader Trash, Rama Lama Ding Dong. Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out, unquote. With the middle finger emoji, that got 1.3 thousand likes? Really? And going to her profile, and she is, of course, Trump Derangement Syndrome. Everything she just posts is just all about it. And she does praise Biden on her profile as well. Let's see here. So it looks like a couple more, kind of, obviously there's, how many comments are there total? Probably 10, no, 22,000 comments or responses to this. And again, anecdotally speaking, we looked at the top, you know, most liked ones. I mean, overwhelmingly in, in, in support of Vivek, obviously there's a couple of negative ones that we were able to see. That'll be interesting going from here. Will the other candidates, you know, step down? Well, no spoiler alert, but no, they won't. But will this help Vivek in the polls? And will it actually, will this bolster his reputation and continue to show that he is a, he's different than the norm? Because again, he's making a lot of different statements. He's doing a lot of moves on the political, political chessboard, so to say, where I think he's getting more and more attention. So it'll be interesting to see does that translate to the polls and how does it help them? But as I always say, time shall tell. Other interesting political news, you have Ron DeSantis on Trump being removed from the Colorado ballot. And of course, it's just nonsense. He's not going to drop out. Now, he responded on the Twitter, got what, 1.7 million views. So for DeSantis, the youth would say he went viral. That's really good for, again, his personal Twitter handle. And his response, he looks like he was responding to Mike Lee. Mike Lee said, quote, this is the kind of wake-up call we should not ignore, nor is it just another bad political, politically motivated ruling. This is lawless, thuggery, masquerading as jurisprudence. Again, I'm not a doctor, but if you click subscribe, it may help with my speaking ineptitudes and my stuttering. It's not 100% guaranteed. Very few things in life are 100% guaranteed, but can't hurt to give it a shot. And if you look at the videos when I first started the show, you'd probably say, maybe there's some truth to that because it's getting a little better. Not, not a lot, but a little better. And as a, there's also a gif of some banana people or people in banana costumes just dancing. So again, Ron DeSantis is responding to that individual tweet. Ron DeSantis says, quote, the left invokes quote unquote democracy to justify its use of power, even if it means abusing judicial power to remove a candidate from the ballot based on superfluous legal grounds Scotus should reverse, unquote. Again, that got 1.7 million views and 10,000 likes. For So for DeSantis, that is pretty good. That is pretty darn viral. A lot of the posts that we cover, you'll usually get between maybe 400,000 and 700,000 views on the Twitter, or as more, more people are calling it, the X. And count the thing, it's usually, I want to say maybe like a 50-50 breakdown between people who support DeSantis versus people who don't like him when we look at the comment section. But let's dive in and find out. Scrolling down, one of the very first ones comes from Gunther Eagleman, and he says, quote, you couldn't even draft your own statement, so you copy hashtag Chip, Chip Roy Texas comments. You don't deserve to be president, unquote. That got 1.5 thousand likes. Donald, this is funny, um, Donaldo Trumpo, it looks like Trump with a mustache and a Santa hat, so it is tis the season, so I do approve of that, obviously. And he simply says, quote, say my name, bitch, unquote. I got 1.3 thousand likes. Tim Young says, quote, say Trump's name. Good Lord, this is a weak statement, unquote. 844 likes. Chris Loesch seems to be agreeing with Ron DeSantis or starting to see some positive comments. He says, quote, thank you for standing up with conservatives on this issue, unquote. They got 278 likes. Courtney says, quote, why won't you say his name, Ron, unquote, getting 272 likes. Bowtied Ranger says, quote, say his name, unquote, getting 179 likes. Gunther Eagleman replied again, is another response of his. He says, quote, you copied Chip Roy 
Laffy emoji, weak AF. Unquote. That got 778 likes. Let's see here. Sizemore Boy Bialt says, quote, Pledge to withdraw from the GOP primary, and he has a clip of Vivek Ramaswamy. They got 416 likes. Joy Marino says, quote, Say his name, then drop out. We need to be united now more than ever, unquote. They got 640 likes. Let's see here. Sean Phillips says, quote, DeSantis is the best candidate on the field, and it's not even close. DeSantis 2024, unquote. That got 266 likes. Now, that being said, another comment right above this person is from Joseph Pino. Joseph says, and he does have a MAGA hat, so A-plus for marketing, you know probably his political opinion. Joseph Pino says, quote, Ron DeSantis is a phony and a coward. Disgraceful, weak statement from a weak man, unquote. Got 187 likes. Johnny MAGA says, quote, STFU fraud, unquote. I got 280 likes. Freedom says, quote, his name is Donald Trump. Fuck you, unquote. Got 797 likes. Paul Suspa says, quote, It's about time DeSantis issued a statement. Unfortunately, it's a weak one. Vivek outplayed him once again. Even so, all the GOP nominees need to end their campaigns to support Trump 100% now. Colorado has just made Trump even more popular, unquote. And again, that particular response... <laughs> Here's the actual likes, and let's see. I apologize. It, uh, let's see here. Had a little bit of issue where the screen had to reload for a second here. That got 901 likes and 37,000 views. Shem Horn responded, "Quote your pathetic says name, President Trump." Unquote. Getting 393 likes. Again, AG says, "Quote you can't even say his name. What a weak, pathetic little man you are." Unquote. Getting 339 likes. Though, for the record, he may not be very little. He does use, what, high-heeled boots, and it probably adds five to six inches, allegedly. So, that's one way to get to above six feet. Let's see here. DC says, quote, read the MAGA replies. No matter how nice and charitable you are standing in solidarity, they are discussing pitiful and degrading. MAGA has become death and pure evil, unquote. Got 310 likes. KC says, quote, his name is Donald J. Trump. This is bigger than your heel size, unquote. Got 326 likes. Hack Proof says, quote, why don't you have any balls? Oh, I forgot. Casey keeps them in her purse. If you actually cared, you'd stand with Vivek Ramaswamy and remove yourself as well. Coward, unquote. I got 564 likes. DeSantis girl, I can't help but think, who does she possibly want to vote for? But nevertheless, A-plus for marketing. You know what their ideals are probably right off the bat. And she says, quote, I respect everything about you, but on this we disagree. Trump's need, Trump needs to face the music. We are under no obligation to defend him. Let the legal system decide. He's trying to say he didn't take an oath to defend the Constitution. That's pretty bad, unquote. Got 53 likes, so not... Actually, I was about to say not the most popular. That's the least pop popular one thus far by the number of likes. But it shows there are some contrarian statements boiling to the surface. Kip Carradine says, quote, this is what presidential looks like, unquote. They got 60 likes. So we're seeing a couple more positive ones brew to the surface. Uh, Matthew J. Show said, what took you so long, unquote, getting 51 likes. OBX Beach Mike said, quote, this is a very weak statement, Ron. Your political career is over, unquote, getting 94 likes. Just engage with an alligator or crocodile emoji. I can never tell which one. This person says, quote, this is the correct response, unquote. Got 35 likes. Nick Majaris says, quote, this statement took your team three hours to draft. Holy moly, unquote. Getting 44 likes. The Texas one says, quote, say his name, unquote. Getting 31 likes. Lee says, quote, not just a candidate, the candidate, Donald J. Trump, unquote, gained 38 likes. So it looks like, oh, Kat said, quote, LOL, you only posted this because of Vivek's post. Take your name off the ballot if you are so confident and upset. And there's a picture of Elon with the text saying, go F yourself. 
getting 83 likes. A lot of people saying he's a weak politician, not convincing. Those are getting between maybe 7 and 12 likes. So interestingly enough, a little bit... Yeah, I'd say probably more around 60 to 7% of the comments were negative. And again, when I say the comments, these are the top comments by the number of likes. In total, it looks like there were 2,600 comments. So again, that's about 10% of what Vivek got from his video. Vivek also got about 17 million views, while DeSantis got 1.7. So is it? it'll be interesting to see, again, DeSantis is continuing to go down in the polls precipitously throughout the past year. Again, he started around 30%. Now he's already down to about 12.4% in the poll aggregator specifically. Granted, he's still ahead of Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley's gaining some steam and co coming out the polls a little bit. But... Again, it'll be interesting to see. I don't think any of the other candidates are realistically going to take their name off the ballot. It's one of those things where a wise man once said, we will all have to make the, de the decision between what is right or what is easy and what is right. Which is one of my favorite quotes I hear from time to time. And I just don't see a lot of the other candidates saying, I'm going to take my name off the ballot for solidarity because they think it's the right thing to do. I think a lot of them are just going to think, well, this is advantageous for me. I'm going to try to capitalize on this on this opportunity. Let me know in the comments if you think differently. But if I were a gambling man, I'd say most of them are not going to be taking their names off the ballots in Colorado. No, nope. who knows? I may be wrong. It's certainly happened from time to time. Let me know in the comments. It'd be fascinating to hear what you have to say. Now, going over to the business blunder of the day, you have 300,000 Empower brand air fryers being recalled. Now this comes to us thanks to 9news.com. Specifically, we're looking at, looks like the company has noted that there have been 41 reports of the air fryers breaking during use, including three reports of people suffering burns. Now this comes to us thanks to an author by the name of Andrew Weil over in Washington. <coughs> Excuse me. They know that Empower Brands is voluntarily recalling two models of the Power XL. Jeez Louise. I can't help but think you know what? I, I appreciate the marketing. It's better than the bland marketing where you just get a model number where it's just a bunch of letters and numbers. This is such a long name for an air fryer. It is almost comical. It's certainly unique. So this is what they call their air fryers. The Power XL Vortex Dual Basket Air Fryer. Which I can't but think is the marketing department get paid by the word. But nevertheless, it's eh, pretty good marketing. It's better than just a number. So I'll give them a little credit there. They noted that the affected air fryers have two baskets that can be used separately or combined in a larger single basket. According to the recall, the plastic U-channel connector used to combine the two baskets can break during use, posing a burn hazard. Again, the company had received 41 reports of the air fryers breaking in with that methodology thus far, including three burns. Now it looks like the model numbers are a little bit more boring. So the specific model numbers that are being recalled are the Power XL. DUAF-10 and the DUAF-005. They know that these were specifically sold at Target, Walmart, Kohl's, as well as a couple other stores nationwide, sold and online sold between August 2021 and October 2023. They know that the model should be, be listed on the, la the rating label located on the bottom of the unit or on a tag attached to the power cord. And granted, they, uh, they say if your air fryer is part of the recall, they stop using it immediately, call 866-704-9370. Between 8 a.m. and 4:30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, or go to www.prodprotect.com/recall/dual-basket for information about receiving a full refund. According to the Recall website, those who register online will receive the refund in the form of a prepaid virtual Mastercard. Those who prefer a check should still call the assistance helpline toll-free at again 1-866-704-9370. I can't imagine. Now, granted, this isn't going to be the worst recall of all time. Perhaps the most popular one that people know of is probably going to be the Xbox 360 console recall that cost Microsoft a billion dollars for the Red Ring of Death. And worst of all, it meant we couldn't play Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 as much as we wanted to. Perhaps one of the most famous online games eh, in my lifetime, at least. And I can't help but think, when you're cutting corners as a company, there's certain things you should never... Dude, and it looks like, again, this is a plastic U-connector, or U-channel connector, to combine the two baskets can break. 
So a cheap little piece of plastic now makes it so they have to recall this giant machine. Now granted, I don't think anyone is actually gonna mail these in. Logistically and cost-wise, it doesn't make sense for the company. So they're just gonna end up throwing them in landfills because a little piece of plastic connector broke. And again, I understand this isn't like a high premium brand. It looks like it's more of a mid-level or a discount brand. So I don't know if it's really gonna damage the reputation in that regard. But still, to have a such a big, and it's gonna be a costly recall, it's gonna cost them a pretty penny. Well, I should clarify, a pretty vintage penny since modern pennies are 99.999, I think now, percent zinc, and just copper-plated, which means basically garbage. The vintage penny is actually made of real, you know, copper, so actually worth something. But nevertheless, this is gonna cost them a pretty penny in addition to the actual the brand damage for the reputation. So, I mean, all that being said, this is certainly the business blunder of the day. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Again, Merry Christmas. I would really appreciate if you click that subscribe, that subscribe button. Trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of December. So I greatly appreciate it. Also, leaving a like is a great way to help out the channel. As well as giving a little bit of comments. The feedback is greatly appreciated. As I do, I make the show better and better over time and constantly improve. Lastly, don't forget to take time to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers. Heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone. Just stay safe. Fight the good fight.